Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever it is you're listening to this Brujas, and welcome back to another episode of Cold Brew for the Brujas, or should I say welcome back to another bonus episode of Cold Brew for the Brujas, another random readings with Moki segment, and today we're talking about generational curses, but before we dive right into it, Grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab your iced coffee, grab your lemonade, your sweet tea, your hot cocoa, whatever it is you're sipping on. I hope it's as delicious as this podcast episode and vice versa. And yeah, let's jump right in to today's podcast. Like I said, we're talking about generational curses. We're going to talk about what they are, how to break them, and we're going to do a random reading for the coven about generational curses i'm going to share a generational curses spread if you will with you guys that you can use and i'm going to use it and i'm going to give you an example on how to use it i guess you can say by doing a reading for the collective so grab your drinks like i said i hope it's as delicious as this podcast episode and vice versa and let's jump right into it so we're going to dive right on it. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of us had heard, have heard the term generational curse. And it can sound a little bit scary for even beginner witches or experienced witches alike, right? No one likes to hear the word curse. It automatically sends a shiver down your spine and makes you afraid. But what is a generational curse, right? So in the ancient deep diving meaning it describes i'm going to read it right for you this is from the source.org it says according to the gospel coalition a generational curse describes the cumulative effect on a person of things that their ancestors did believed or practiced in the past in a consequence of an ancestor's actions beliefs and sins being passed down, right? So that shit sounds kind of neat, right? But I'm here to give you a more, not that it's going to be a lighter thing because generational curses aren't light. You know what I mean? They are heavy. They are things that we have to deal with, but I'm going to give you an easier to understand uh, meaning, definition, I guess. And then I'm going to give you some examples of generational curses, right? So like they say, this is beliefs, systems, structures that have been passed down. When we say ancestors, we automatically think of people living way, way before us. But these are things that our grandparents have taught our parents and that our parents have taught us. And let's be real that our great, great grandparents have taught our grandparents. Like, you know, our great, great parents, our great, great parents, our great, great grandparents taught our grand great-grandparents this and our great-grandparents this taught our grandparents this and our grandparents this taught our parents this and then our parents taught us this and that's where the term breaking a generational curse comes in because it's up to us to break the reason i say us is because if you're listening to this and it doesn't matter if you're in my generation the generation before the generation after it's up to us the ones who are aware of these curses are aware of these issues to break it and make sure that it stops with us and does not go on with our children and continue this vicious terrible cycle of passing down things that are not healthy for us so i hope that made things a little bit easier to follow so uh pretty much it's the the passing of trauma and kind of pretending that uh 
it's just part of what our like our family does so you like have you ever like some of us have like things that happen in our family like oh you know that's just how they are and it's like okay well how they are is kind of fucked up you know what i mean so we should not be accepting that so some of the one of the example here it says uh breaking the generational curse example is quit yelling at your kids before they go to bed and expecting them to sleep well quit yelling at your kids in the morning right after they wake up before school and expecting them to have a good day you set the tone for your children you set the tone for your voice that they will always remember in their heads you become their inner voice don't be their inner critic Let's raise kids who don't need therapy to heal from their childhoods. Speak life, speak love, speak bravery and kindness and hope. Speak wisdom and truth, but most of all, listen to your children, be their safety net, be their home. In this, when we talk about generational curses, we are gonna, you are gonna hear the focus on children. and But it does also just talk about how you talk about people, how we deal with our relationships, how we communicate our emotions, like I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine the other night and I literally just learned that like I have a response to people getting angry where it's like or people not speaking to me like that like instantly I'm like oh well they definitely hate me so it's like I need that reassurance and also it's like I have this response to like, if someone's not talking to me, I think of every worst scenario for that reason, when in reality, it's like they're taking a nap or they're busy doing something or their phone died. And I'm just like, well, they definitely hate me. This is the end of this. So it's like a response because I've always had to prepare myself. You know what I mean? Had to prepare myself, have an argument ready, be able to defend myself. So I just prepared myself for every scenario so that I can be prepared for it and not have to deal with it. And that kind of goes to what that example was like when we grow up in households where parents are picking at things that we do or kind of just criticizing us instead of making it in a healthy, positive way, because there are there are ways to give criticism. That's why it's called constru constructive criticism. Right. But when your parents are giving you criticism that is not constructive, they do become that inner voice in your head. That's kind of just like I'm not doing this right and most of the time when we're dealing with generational curses the the person or the generation that is breaking these curses tends to be either a black sheep or a generation of black sheep so if you and your cousins or siblings or whatever it may be are all rebelling from this family uh, narrative if you will where you are usually labeled the black sheep you're the problem you go against the status quo you're not following what everyone's saying you are trying to heal you know what i mean and you're trying to break their generational curses it could be curses of fear guilt shame and you're just trying to like i said make sure it ends with you and start your own thing and this is generational curses are specifically talking about families like I said these are things that our grandparents have taught our parents and that our parents have taught us and now that we know what uh, what generational curses are how can we break generational curses right that's the main thing now breaking the generational curse the probably you know it realistically depends on what your generational curse is if your generational curse is growing up and in a household where like i said that 
that critique that being a critic bringing you down is the norm you obviously want to break the generational curse by not doing that with your children or if you don't decide to have children not doing that in your day-to-day life not doing that with your uh in your relationships whether they be romantic romantic or friendship or platonic rather sorry and just making sure that uh we're not still perpetuating those things so if your thing if your family's curse air quotes is not effectively relaying emotions or not being not leaving space to effectively relay emotions you might want to make sure that you're not doing that with your children with your friends with your boyfriends girlfriends lovers spouses whatever it is and uh just make it like I said the main point is not to perpetuate those things and before we even do that we we have to identify what those things are and another major part of breaking generational curses is not every you you have to get comfortable in the fact that not everyone is going to be on board you like I said you are going to be labeled the black sheep because people are comfortable in their ways they're not going to want to move on they're not gonna like if you ever heard the term you can't teach an old dog new tricks that is definitely applicable here because these are things that they have grown up like I said your parents have grown up and it's the norm your grandparents have grown up and it's been their norm so it's not something that's easy to do but you have to just keep in mind that it's the best thing for you and to heal and move forward and once you do that you set the example especially if you have younger siblings or even older siblings you want to be that example of being like all right this is not healthy I chose not to deal with this or do this and look how much better, freer, more positive I'm feeling about these situations. And it can, you can be the person that uh, breaks the cycle, like I mentioned before. So I also found this uh, letter to generational, letter to my generational curse by Genitivity blog. The site is genitivity2.com, and I thought it was very cute. So it says, how many times must we have this conversation? Haven't you tired of my family yet? I can assure you that I'm tired of you. I understand that you have been here for generations, in quotation marks, but you are no longer welcome here. You've been here so long that people believe this behavior is normal or hereditary. I see your evolution. Your ambushes don't look like those from the past. Your new tricks are cunning and subtle. You are picking unassuming victims from my lineage. A trained eye can spot you under the most charismatic of hosts. I notice you in small gestures and phrases. Those who speak out against you are often shunned or isolated. A number of family members and myself are working to break your hold on our family. Your parasitic ways have pecked away at the unity of my family and so many others. You've made yourself too comfortable here. We are serving you your eviction notice from and then sign genitivity blog. So that kind of also is a deeper explanation of what a generational curse is. And if you can't relate, kudos to you. You probably have a healthy home environment. So, but if you can relate, like I said, it's not that uh don't get too discouraged, uh, because 
like I said, you might get isolated. You might, well, like, you know, you can do it in a way, you know what? I'm not even going to sugarcoat it for you. Sometimes you're just going to get shunned and you're going to be the black sheep and that's going to be okay, right? Like, because sometimes you got to cut ties to get, to move on and to heal and to move forward. So, uh, I was going to share this, uh, generational curse spread that I found online and right now I cannot find it so give me one moment to pull up my notes on it and I will share that with you okay so while I was going to uh do a reading with you guys it kind of doesn't make sense now that I think about it because like I said everyone's generational curse will be different so I will just do a random reading to kind of check in with us right now but as far as to do this spread for everyone and the collective is to assume that everyone has the same generational curse and has to take the same steps and so forth but I will share the spread with you so the first card is obviously what is the generational curse I need to focus on first? So we need to take it one step at a time. We don't want to overwhelm ourselves. We need to ask spirit, what is the curse that we need to most focus on now? Then card two is going to be, how can I break this curse? What steps can I take? What can I do to get there? And then the final card is going to be, what will be the outcome? What what will be the outcome of me doing this? What will be the end game? If I do break this generational curse, what will be different for me than has been for other members of my family who have not broken this curse? Very quick, simple spread. And once we do the first one, we can just keep checking it off the list and keep going from there because like I said, some of us might just have one generational curse. Some of us might have a few to break and there's nothing wrong with that. But like I said, we're... Is this the last podcast of the month? No, we have one. Monday is the thirty first, so we'll do a we'll do a end of the month reading. We'll do a February reading, then. But we're just gonna do a random reading for today. I mean, duh, because that's that's the name of the segment. Would it really be accurate if I didn't? So <clears throat> I'm just gonna give the cards a quick little shuffle, and. Is there anything going on in the sky today? Let's 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 check. Let's check. Today is the twenty eighth of January. Okay, Mercury in Capricorn conjunct with Pluto in Capricorn. So it says, while it's not ideal to start new projects, ooh ooh. Okay. New projects during the Mercury retrograde. This aspect is perfect for returning to old projects as you'll have the focus and drive to finally finish them. And if you need help, it comes when collaborating with others. So I said, oof, 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 because as I was shuffling, I had all these cards come flying out. So we have the Eight of Wands reversed. We have the Eight of Coins reversed. We have the Four of Cups reversed. And we have Temperance. Whoa, lots of reversals. So we're going to grab Jackie's beautiful guidebook here. And we're going to take a look at it. So Eight of Wands. Boop. Did I pass it? I always pass the wands. Okay. Eight of Wands reversed is representing... 
Upside down, the pigeons fly on for okay, because if you don't have this deck, it's a whole bunch of pigeons flying across the beautiful New York sky. So it says, upside down, the pigeons fly on forever without a real end in sight. Of course, they will need to land someday, but something is preventing the finalizing of this goal of a goal in this moment. Because when the eight of wands is upright, it represents a path being clear it says it's a smooth sailing swift motion forward freedom fast and direct movement but when it's reversed it's kind of saying we're we're close to finalizing it but we don't have all the pieces there yet and we need to kind of just get our get our plan in focus like we were talking about with the magician how the magician will send us back to the beginning if we didn't learn all the lessons that we need to learn so it's like we kind of need to take our time finalize the plans get the projects set and like oh that's interesting that we say that because with this uh, what's going on in the sky it does say to revisit old projects so just make sure that we are you know <clears throat> uh focusing on finalizing whatever goal it is that we're focusing on in this moment and then we have the four of of cups sorry four of cups four of cups reverse and it says the lovely jackie says upside down this becomes more positive we love Finding opportunities and support in unexpected places and feeling invigorated by them. So, uh, be expected for some opportunities to come out of nowhere. Whenever I see this card reverse, I also think of not only opportunities, but inspiration coming from places where you least expect it, which I love. So, if be ready for some random opportunities to pop up, some random inspiration to come your way. We are ending the month. We are about to be entering the month of love. Valentine's Day is coming. So, let that energy guide you and help you thrive, okay? We also have the Eight of Coins here which is just uh what's well, also reversed because like i said we're doing a lot of reverse right now we're doing a lot of self-reflection apparently at the end of this month and the eight of coins reverse is saying things might feel like they're taking too long or maybe you bit off more than you can chew feelings of frustration are arising so some of us might be feeling frustrated we're overwhelmed like it says we either have bit off too much that we more than we can chew or things are taking longer to get done than we thought they were going to but spirit is just saying take a breath relax everything will happen in its time get like this goes back to what i was saying with the last cards plan it out write things down so that we can finalize this project and move on to the next one by the end of this crazy retrograde that's going on we'll give ourselves until then because i think uh mercury doesn't go retro i mean doesn't go direct until next month so we have a little bit of time and then we end with temperance temperance is saying to us because temperance is upright it's saying uh, alchemy, angels watching over you, grace, balance, healing. Know that your guides are near. Healing is being brought up. Maybe you are the healer, or this could be a signal to seek one out. So if you're feeling like you need some healing, definitely reach out to your healers in your coven, or just those around you that help replenish your energy, make you smile, make you feel good. Uh, oh, wow. We also have the two of cups peeking out of here. So let's end on that because we love that energy. I just saw it peeking out. It was just dangling on the side and I feel like that's a sign. So two of cups, we got it upright. It's saying, cheers, enjoy this sweet moment. So the vibe, 
you've met a sweet new friend <laughs> or maybe a potential romantic partner. Something lovely is blooming when you two come together. Joyfulness, giddiness, potential romance, two beings or things coming together. Now, you know, when we see cups, we tend to have romantic intentions, but this can also be business relationships, platonic relationships, friendships, whatever it is. It's going to be something beautiful and something that blossoms and something that helps you grow. So pay attention to that. We did say we have unexpected opportunities coming your way that could be in a relationship romantic or otherwise so keep your eyes peeled brujas i will see y'all back here on monday for the last podcast of the month and yes i love y'all so much as usual stay beautiful keep shining i will see y'all back here on monday and i will see y'all throughout the rest of the week on all my other social media platforms goodbye